This is Dr. X.H. Balthazar. I am broadcasting once again to present my findings from the world of the uncanny. Before I tell you anything about what I'm about to embark on, I'd like to share with you a brief story that's relevance will be revealed in time, I assure you. My best friend in my youth was a boy named Joshua. He and I were inseparable, bonded by our shared fascination of solving the tricks of the world. A bit like what I do now. It's no surprise then, that one year when the fair came to town, our only goal was to solve the maze. We were small, and the stalks towered far over our heads, disorienting our sense of space and time. We were inexperienced, breathing harder when the road forked off in four entirely different directions, testing our patience and sanity. Every decision to turn is arbitrary. Every turn could bring you deeper in. But together, we survived, because the trick he and I soon acquired is that you go left at every fork in the road. Because it doesn't matter if you're right in terms of the maze's larger design. What matters is that if you make a decision and never second-guess yourself, you'll find yourself on the other side. I tell you this because today I am traveling to Portland, Oregon to talk with two mothers who believe their sons to be missing in the twisting tunneled maze of the mythical old Portland underground. I'm here with Miss Martha Beatty and Mrs. Constance Stronghold of Portland, Oregon. Can you explain to me and the listeners your predicament? Oh, heavens, I should have offered you tea, Dr. Balthazar. Uh, can I heat up the pot before we get started? Martha, our children have disappeared. Almost three days they've been missing. I'm sure Dr. Balthazar takes no offense to the absence offer of tea given the urgency of the situation. For a man who's doing a favor no one else will, I thought it was the least we can do. Our boys, Lucas and Elijah, were out playing in old Chinatown, down by the water. And that was when they were last seen, according to a witness the detectives tracked down. No leads after that. Like a trail of footsteps that suddenly ends... Is what they said. They're all either dim-witted or grossly underqualified, if you ask me. And none of them will even begin to entertain the very real possibility that our boys are lost in... The old Portland underground? So you do know of it. To be quite frank, I know very little. Mostly word of mouth. You think that's where they could be? Around here, we know how dark it is. Everyone knows someone that has lost someone in a labyrinth below our city. That's what we believe, at least, with so many disappearing from thin air. The tunnels run all the way to our waterfront, making it easy to sneak illegal goods, including kidnapped victims, between shore and ship. Some say they are also used as secret passageways to underground brothels, opium dens, and gambling houses, or as temporary prisons for kidnapped men and women. It's only until it happens to you that you really want to get to the bottom of the truth of it. Where do people believe the entrance to be located? No one knows for certain. But one of the entrances is rumored to be down by the Willamette River waterfront. 
The entrance could be anywhere around here. I've been looking in storefronts and street holes and out on the docks. I found nothing unusual. Until I came across this small salt shop where something rather strange is happening inside. From the window, I can see the entire floor is covered in a thin layer of water. The store owner is attempting to tackle the mess with a mop, which I'm sure won't do the trick. I'd say it's a product of being by the water, but every other store is bone dry. You must really be in need of some salt. I was afraid this mess would ward off all my customers for today. Did I miss a passing storm? Where did all this water come from? It's been a multi-day project. The simple answer is, there's a leak. But I'm sure you wouldn't believe me. Well, I'd be curious to know what small leak could let in this much water. Exactly. We can't accept the simple explanations often. Can I help you find anything today? My name's Dimitri, if you have any questions. Dimitri, I've heard rumor that this is a potential entrance to the old Portland underground. Hmm. You believe the old myth? I'm not sure what I believe. I'm here on behalf of two desperate mothers, wondering where their little boys disappeared to. Below the water, they think? Six feet under a salt shop? Precisely that. I see now I've wasted your time. Thank you. I'll be on my... The wall. It just... rotated. Into a wet, dark cavern. A dark cavern that has to be the... You saw nothing. You say nothing. Got it? Understood. Where are we going? Those boys got lost in here somehow. They're deep in the labyrinth. Otherwise, I would have heard their cries from the storefront. It smells awfully... rotten. There's not enough salt in the world to cover up the stench of what's been lost down here. Squirrels, birds, fish... Probably some people, too, as the myth goes. But I've never seen any. I wouldn't have believed any of this for myself until I was closing up one night. The woman falls through that wall of my store, soaked to the bone, barely breathing, coughing up water from her lungs as if she swallowed the ocean. And her face, it was... Oh God, that both her eyes had been gouged from the sockets, tongue cut right down the middle. Was it long before she died in front of me? I don't tell anyone about her or the underground because, you know, then they'll go looking. And then the whole city's lost. Hey, you all right there, pal? Is the pathway narrowing? In my experience, they certainly ebb and flow size-wise. I haven't ventured out too far, though. You can take the lantern if it makes you feel at all better. Thank you. You claustrophobic? Not typically. I think it's the lack of air. 
There's about 190 feet of rock above your head right now. I'm trying not to think of I had to dig real deep if those ship captains were up to what everyone says they were. Kidnapping? Kidnapping. And then everything that came after. Is that the water I hear? Is that possible? I don't believe brothels, opium dens, gambling houses, and prisons even covers the whole myth of how they use people in these tunnels. This is a peculiar case, though. What is? I'm just surprised we're down here, looking for two young boys. Short legs, weak arms, shrilled cries. Not the strength they need for their ships, usually. They prefer me to bring grown men back. I think this is working now. Listeners, I'm piecing together the last few moments. I just woke up on the ground, and my equipment was damaged. I yelled for Dimitri, but he was nowhere to be found. I'm unsure whether we were both attacked, or he was the attacker. Either way, I'm unsafe down here. Someone's watching. And there's water here. It appears to be... rising. I should leave immediately. I should find my way out. But if the boys are still down here, I must try to find them. But if I yell, I might bring my attacker closer to me. Lucas? Elijah? Boys! Say something! Lucas! Elijah? Oh my god. They're in the water. Lucas? Elijah? Where are you? Boys! The water's at my waist now. I have to leave. I'm sorry, boys. How do I get out? Which way am I supposed to go? Left. I'll go left. <coughs> left. 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 How much longer? Should I? No. Left. 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 Hey! Hey! The water's rising back here. Let me out! Let me out! Let me... The water ruined the rest of the tape. But what followed after, I can now only begin to process. The water continued to rise and weigh down on the wall. I felt something knocking into me from behind, floating in the water. And I tried not to imagine that those were the bodies of the dead boys. The water was almost up to my bottom lip when the wall switched back, and I fell through with the rest of the water. I expected the bodies to be there with me, but they were nowhere to be found. Dimitri either. When I called the police to the spot, they looked and looked but couldn't find the trick door. Even after I told them in detail everything that happened to me, without evidence, I was simply another crazy conspiracist who didn't have the heart to tell Martha and Constance how I found their boys, or at least, how I think I found them. I can't help but think that the screaming boy's voice could have belonged to one of them, and they could still be alive, frightened, alone, and lost. That wasn't my first thought, however, because the voice, it sounded exactly like Joshua's, 
terrified in the maze, lost in the potential of death. After suffering a severe blow to the head, I can't figure out what was real and what I imagined. According to everyone else, my experience in the old Portland underground most definitely never happened due to a lack of evidence. For that reason, it will continue to remain a myth for now. As always, listeners, thank you for tuning in, and until next time, goodbye and good night.